0: Moments away from tip-off between the Bismarck Lady Indians and the Viburnum Lady Jays from third place from the Valley Caledonia Tournament, the 33rd edition.
1: And with their starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance, our own Mike Reeves. Number five seed, that's Bismarck Lady Indians, one and two, the record in the tournament. They've beaten Bourbon. They've lost to West County. Their head coach in her second season is Tori Cato, and the lineup features a sophomore in Morgan Randazzo, along with Alyssa Brake, a sophomore, freshman, Kinsey Hubs, along with Hallie Dickey, a freshman, and Jada Dickey, a junior. For the Lady Jays, they're two and one. Their head coach is Brooke Harris. A win over Bally Caledonia in the tournament, a loss to Lesterville. Their lineup features Natalie Wigger along with Clara Gibbs, Abby Wilkinson. Caitlin Payne and Lexi Harris. Those are your starting lineups. Again, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. They're proud to be a part of high school sports. David Scott Haggerty at Shelter Mutual Insurance 517 East Main in Park Hills. And J.J. Bickers Insurance Agency at 63 East School Street in Terre. Opening tip won by
0: the Bismarck Lady Indians. It's brought to you by John Boyd with Boyd & Associates. Turning complicated matters into simple concepts. They've been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Is mark operating in the half court. They take it down the baseline. Randazzo, shot, rolls off the rim. Rebound is grabbed by Catel Payne. And Payne patiently dribbles into the corner. Defense gets off of her. And her pass down the court, out of bounds on the sideline. Just a little too far for Lexi Harris, who was unable to handle it for Viburnum. And it's
1: turned over going the other direction. I think it almost goes without saying, but because I'm only going to get paid if I talk turnovers for this game are going to be something you're going to have to really watch. Does one team take care of it significantly better than the other? If they do, Sean, that team probably wins this basketball game.
0: Especially with two young teams like this going at it. I mean, that was the big difference for Bismarck in game one versus game two. Yes, a big leap in the level of competition when you're comparing a team like Bourbon versus West County, but at the same time, you turn the ball over as much as they did, almost three dozen times, you're going to have a hard time. Shot up for Bismarck's Randazzo doesn't go. Payne with another rebound and she gets it out to Wigger who begins to operate the offense. To Payne. Attacks the baseline. Shot up. Short. Rebound is grabbed by Bismarck. And they're going the other direction. A crossover on the point from Dickey, lob into the corner. That's Haley Dickey who gets it for Kinsey Hubs. Shot up off the rim, no offensive rebound, put back up. That doesn't go either. Going the other direction on an outlet to Clara Gibbs, and Gibbs will lay it in in transition. There's well, a little bit of effort from Viburnum that Coach Brooke Harris wants to see from her team that she has not seen through the first two games that they've played. And they want to see a team effort as dribbling with the basketball Haley Dickey picks up her dribble, passes into the paint. It's knocked around, shot up, and falls through for Hubs.
1: And we are tied up at two all, six minutes to go, first quarter. I always wonder when these great athletes from their high school or collegiate days end up coaching teams that don't have near the talent they had, how tough that is to be understanding of. Not everybody can play like I did in my day, if you will. Shot down low, Payne hits it and the foul She'll go to
0: the free throw line for an and one Regains the lead for the Viburnum Lady Jays 4-2, they're up 5.43 to go in the quarter Out is Abby Wilkinson for Viburnum They got a short bench, only three players listed on the roster On the bench as Payne connects on the and one The foul was against Hubs, her first, team's first, game's first through a screen goes Haley Dickey. Crossover. Righty floater. Dickey rolls off the rim. Rebound tipped out of bounds. Brake can't handle it. And it will be Viburnum basketball. Or excuse me, Bismarck basketball. Lady Indians sporting their white uniforms. A pattern of diamonds going down the side of the uniform in their maroon color with maroon letters and numbers. Written in... Block lettering, sporting Bismarck. In transition, Payne, after she gets the rebound on the missed Bismarck shot, draws the blocking foul, did not get a shot up, so she will not get free throws out of it.
1: And the foul is going to go against Alyssa Brake. That's her first. Prior to the Hubs missed three a moment ago, I was even thinking, it's 2022. We're two and a half minutes into a game, and nobody's taking a three. I mean, isn't it odd how now you just anticipate that it feels like 30 to 40% of the shots in any game are going to be from three-point range.
0: And really at any level, I mean, it's kind of bled its way down from the NBA with these elite shooters, and you saw it in the college level, more shooting, more guard-heavy teams as we got a foul on the baseline going against Viburnum that will turn the ball over. Going to be against Abby Wilkinson, her first, first on the Viburnum Lady Blue Jays. And now in high school, you're seeing all these kids just putting up shots left and right as it's turned over. Bismarck, as they just throw it out of bounds on the sideline, miscommunication on the play on the inbounds, and Viburnum will now get possession once again, up by three. And that previous foul, they've gone Payne instead of Wilkinson on that. Ooh, I thought they got it on Wilkinson, and that is the last thing Viburnum can afford. It's one foul, but if Payne gets in any sort of foul trouble at all, that's going to be problematic for a Viburnum team that really heavily leans on her. First free throw for Payne, up short, second attempt coming on this trip to the line and that foul is
1: going against an number 12, an unnamed number 12 that we've got. I'm guessing somebody's wearing a different jersey than they've been wearing over here
0: and the second free throw doesn't go either so it's an 0 for 2 trip on the other end of the court Bismarck's got it on offense down low, turnaround shot, short tipped into the corner, collected by Hubs, she picks up her dribble and will hand off on perimeter for Randazzo, catch and shoot three too strong, rebound is tracked down in the corner perimeter, three ball up Hubs doesn't go. Another offensive rebound for, Vi- for Bismarck as breaks got it. She goes up strong, draws the foul, and will make her way to the free throw line. And we'll see who this foul is called against. Jada Dickey is the player sporting number 12 for the Bismarck Lady Indians. Free throw up and no good. Second attempt coming for Alyssa Brake, sophomore forward. This young Bismarck Lady Indians team, she connects on the second try. And it's a 5-3 ball game as we approach the midway point in the first quarter.
1: Well, the Lady Indians were listening to us related to the three-point shot because now they've started to chuck them up left and right. And you're so right. It doesn't matter what the level is. And it really, Sean, it doesn't matter if the shot's going in or not. If it's just going to be part of the arsenal of most of the teams. And coaches have even started to say hey, we went five for 30, but I liked 28 of the 30. They were good shots. They didn't go in, so we're just going to keep shooting it. I mean, it's, it's normal now.
0: And I think that's the right mindset. If you trust your players to make the shot, yeah, you're going to have some off-shooting nights where the shots are there. You're just not hitting them as Payne travels on the low block and turns it over. It'll be Bismarck basketball. Midway through the first quarter, five to three, they trail. You know, you trust your players to shoot. You can't turn around at the end of the day. And even if they
1: were good shots, say, oh, we shot too much. No. I think it's one of the worst things is to put a a negative thought in the players' heads. Haley Dickey's floater off the backboard. Can't
0: find the rim, let alone a basket. And it's going the other direction as Viburnum's got the rebound. It's Wilkinson with the board. And on the other end of the court, a travel commit by Clara Gibbs. That's the fourth turnover on Viburnum. Part of this low-scoring affair. We've seen turnovers on both sides this early morning start and 11 a.m. tip time we got three and a half left to go in the first quarter Haley Dickey lobs it across midcourt to her teammate Kinsey Hubbs. Hubbs lobs it back to Dickey but it's tipped by Payne she can't keep it in play as she makes her way about two rows deep into the stands running up the steps after trying to make a play on the ball it remains with the Bismarck Indians Hubs gets the inbound, picks up her dribble, and bounces it for break. a break. Now, break loops around the defense. Shot up for Randazzo. Doesn't go out of bounds on the baseline. I think Randazzo was looking for a foul there. Didn't get the call.
1: It's interesting. You bring up the early start. If this was volleyball season, nobody cares. Because yeah. they play almost every weekend, it feels like, with 9 o'clock. Crack of pool dawn. Plays there. Yeah, they just go at it. Basketball, for whatever reason, always feels odd when there's morning starts Teams adjust to it, but sometimes it's a little hard to gain that energy you want early.
0: You'll see it more in AAU than you will in the high school level. And I think that's where you see the difference with these great players as taking a bump in the corner as Payne as she pulls the trigger from three. Doesn't get the foul call, but we will get one on the low block going against the Bismarck Lady Indians. I think it's break they're going to tag with the foul. It will put Gibbs on the free throw line for two. It is break called for the foul, and that is two on the sophomore forward for the Bismarck Lady Indians. 2.51 to go, first quarter. Free throw attempt up, good. Gibbs now tied for a game high with three, tying her with Payne, her teammate. Second attempt up, and that one good as well. She's two for two, and she's got a game-high four now. 2.51 to go first quarter. Haley Dickey gets the inbound and bounces it back for Jada Dickey. Back to Haley Dickey, who dribbles across midcourt. She'll settle there and survey the defense. Really coming out and challenging her is Payne. Crosses over on Payne, works through a screen. Bounce through the corner near side. Randazzo travels before she begins her attack. Based on her expression, she disagrees with that call. Two turnovers on the Bismarck Lady
1: Indians. Yeah, For Bismarck, it's not been a case of not taking care of the ball. Two, that this juncture okay on the turnover category. The problem is they're 2 of 12 shooting the ball. They just haven't shot it well at all.
0: And there's another turnover commit by the Viburnum. Laney Jays, it's picked up in the corner by Randazzo. She's double teamed. And head coach Tori Cato of the Bismarck Lady Indians will save the possession with a timeout. We'll step aside as well. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansagra. Contact him today for a free quote on auto home business or life insurance. 7-3 your score, first quarter. Viburnum out in front of Bismarck on AM 1240. KFMO, the Parkwood Sports Leader. Bismarck Lady Indians get it on the inbound. Full court pressure being shown by the Viburnum Lady Jays. They trap Bismarck at midcourt, but with two passes, Bismarck able to get it across the stripe, but they turn it over on the baseline to Payne as it was bounced away by Randazzo. Payne just undercut the backdoor pass. She works it down the court and bounces for Wigger. Wigger, wing-to-wing pass to Hampton, who checks into our contest for Viburnum. Hampton dribbles back to the point and gives it back to Wigger. Right in front of the Viking logo here at midcourt at Valley of Caledonia High School. Wiggers got it. Lobs to the paint for paint. Quick shot. No. Offensive rebound. No. It's tipped away. And coming away with it is Jada Dickey. And Jada Dickey almost loses it, but still gets it to Haley Dickey, who works across midcourt. Haley Dickey picks up her dribble. Back out on perimeter for Jada. To the wing. Left side for Randazzo. Randazzo drives and kicks it back out for Haley Dickey. To Randazzo once again. To Jade Haley Dickey to the corner, three ball. Hubs up, back iron no, and the rebound fought for out of bounds. And I think they're going to say it's off of Bismarck last. It will be Viburnum basketball up seven to three
1: with a minute sixteen left to go in the first quarter. High school level, Sean. You get a player who is a significant part of your offense, and everything has to go through them. And we see at the high school level a whole lot more often. Madison Nelson, as good as Kingston did at times everything went through madison nelson okay what is a proper percentage of your team shots for that player to take in any given game have you ever thought about that as far as should she take half should it be 60 percent? i I think of that that because today with caitlin Payne, we have kind of the same story
0: yeah i that's hard to say just because i feel like it's how the game's going as Payne has a catch and shoot three from the corner that one comes up a little short i think if you have another player who's having a good game you got to feed them as well but if the game as it evolves does turn into that one man type show the one man band then you gotta keep feeding that one player as there's a turnaround shot down low Jada Dickey will lay it in and cut into that lead it's down to two for Viburnum with 30 seconds to play in the first seven to five if the way this game it continues to evolve where Clara Gibbs right now is the game leading scorer with four you gotta keep feeding Gibbs as well it
1: can't just turn into the pain show because we have to hit X percentage of shots need to come from her and Gibbs has tried two shots she got fouled on one and made the free throws Payne has taken five so five of the seven and I was thinking if she shoots more than half the shots is that okay with this team generally throughout the course of any given game or even over the course of the season Wigger gets the inbound
0: trying to feed it to Payne in the post it's not there they get it to Hampton on the wing left side so I'm around perimeter it's a Wigger picks up her dribble and up top for Hampton Hampton, a drive, kick out, Clara Gibbs. Gibbs, up top for Wigger once again. Five seconds to go. Viburnum, they haven't realized it yet. to get it to Hampton. Her three is blocked. Kinsey Hubs blocks the three from Lexi Hampton and Viburnum just not moving at the pace they needed to considering the time on the clock and they run out of said time 7-5 to five your score at the end of one Viburnum out in front of Bismarck and the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO online KFMO.com slash sports
1: your truck and plaza tire service is here to help you make it even better we've got wheels leveling kits and of course the area's largest selection of light truck tires with
0: ats and mud tires up to 35s and bigger plaza tire service has you covered. the pros at
1: plaza tire service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck plus with our plaza tire service card or no credit needed financing your upgrades can be easy on your budget so take your truck from stock to spectacular with plaza tire service
0: High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington. Complete vision care in Lettington and Festus. Chris Offenberg GM Superstore in Farmington. First State Community Banks. will home furnishings in Terre and Farmington. And shelter insurance agent J.J. Vickers in Terre. To the corner. Payne's got it. Backdoor pass. Shot too strong overshooting the rim but it's an offensive rebound for viburnum as they've got a 7-5 lead kick out deep two that one overshoots the rim as well and it's going the other direction as bismarck's got the rebound it's hubs with the board she gets it for dickey dickey works through a screen crosses over on Payne, her defender splits defenders and we get a foul before the travel taking a couple steps was haley dickey but a foul on viburnum prior to that not in the act of shooting obviously And Bismarck will inbound. That's the fifth team foul, or third rather, on Viburnum. You got five on Bismarck. Catch and shoot on the inbound baseline. Jumper, no. Rebound grab by Viburnum. Leading score in the contest so far, four points from Clara Gibbs as her team is up 7-5 to in pain. Going to go to the free throw line for two tries to try to
1: match and potentially surpass Gibbs if she can hit on both. That first quarter saw some interesting numbers from the perspective. Bismarck, 14 shots, only seven shots for Viburnum. Bismarck only made two of their 14. Viburnum made two of their seven. Both teams struggling from three-point range. Over for 4, and 0 for 3. Bismarck the over for 4. Free throw line, 1 for 2. Bismarck, 3 for 4. for, for 3 to 5, I should say, for Viburnum. Stats brought to you by Simsism. Ford Lincoln,
0: the home of the lifetime warranty. 1 for 2 is Payne as she misses on the second try. And that will extend the lead to 8 to 5 for Viburnum. Down the court goes Bismarck. Randazzo across the timeline. Back out for Dickey. Haley Dickey bounces for Hubs, and going to lose it is Randazzo, but it's a foul, and that's Payne picking up the foul. That should be two on her. It is, and that is four on Viburnum. So their best player, to a stretch to call it foul trouble, but they're at least going to take her out for
1: the moment here as Natalie Wigger checks back in. Now, 7.04 second quarter. I will mark that only because... I want to see how this team looks without her on the floor, regardless of how long. Is it going to be for the quarter? Is it just going to be until you see how the game goes? Turnover. Viburnum's got it. Outlet down the
0: court, too high. Hampton tries to keep it in play. She can't. And it'll be turned over right back to the Bismarck Lady Indians, 8-5 with 6.48 to go in the second quarter. It's a lead for Viburnum. It almost feels at this point, Mike, with Payne picking up that second foul, you want Viburnum more to just tread water versus, t- you know, build their lead in any way. If they can keep it at about where it's at now, as there's a turnover, layup for Wigger offline. Bismarck going the other direction. If they can keep it about 8-5, to five, give or take, I think they'll be happy with that. Floater for Dickey doesn't go. Fight for the rebound. It's loose on the court still. Viburnum picks it up, and a jump ball is forced by Bismarck. Possession arrow favors the Bismarck Lady Indians. They hang on as they'll get some substitutions in and out. Reagan Strickland will check in as Jada Dickey comes out, and yeah, she's got a bloody nose, so she's going to have to come off the court here, and she's trying to figure out
1: where to go. I got to take her into the locker room to get that fixed up. Well, Sean, you know as well as I do that some coaches have a, I mean, it's a blanket two fouls first half you don't play the rest of the half you yep. will sit until halftime we'll see if indeed that's the case with the situation we're dealing with now Haley Dickey's floater
0: rolls off the rim it's Gibbs with the rebound as she outlets up the court to her teammate backdoor pass shot up off backboard no and the rebound fought for we got another jump ball possession arrow fevers if I burn them this time so they'll hang on to possession I like that play. Lexi Harris just has to finish on that layup down low. She had the open look at the rim,
1: and there's a little too much on it. And that's the problem this team has been facing early season is other people finishing.
0: Wilkinson catch and shoot three. It doesn't go. Rebound tipped around and finally makes its way to Strickland, who checked in. Strickland gets it for Randazzo. Randazzo hands off to the point guard, Haley Dickey who loses her dribble, and we got a timeout taken by Tori Cato, head coach of the Bismarck Lady Indians, not happy with the execution there, trying to take it across court. She has to burn a timeout to save possession. Her team trails 8-5 the second quarter on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240, Fmo Precious memories left behind Bring us joy and peace of mind When we celebrate the life Proud to be a part of high school sports. Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart. Shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Good to see Jada Dickey back out on the court as she receives the inbounds pass. Randazzo has it as she'll hand off for Haley Dickey. Dickey through a screen and bounces back for Randazzo on the weave. Down low, Jada Dickey, turnaround shot, no. Rebound is grabbed by Wilkinson to Hampton. And we got another jump ball for us, this time by Bismarck. And they will get the ball back.
1: And inbound underneath the basket to our right. Sitting where we sit here, which is kind of in a corner close to the floor level, always makes me appreciate how hard it is to officiate a game like this. As far as what do you let go and what do you call inside? Shot up, floater, short for Hubs. And do
0: we have another jump ball? Yes, we do. I feel like all of these jump balls have been called fairly though. It's not one of those where one player's got it, the other one's kind of just got an arm in the vicinity. These have all been legit jump balls here in the second quarter, as we've seen four of them now. And Viburnum will take over once again, up 8-5. to
1: Would you agree from the looks that we have here, though, that there's contact on almost every paint shot?
0: Yes, a lot. We've seen both teams getting away with it. Right on cue, Wigger stumbles backwards as she's contacted
1: on her shot, and she'll go to the free throw line for two tries. That'll go on Reagan Strickland, and that's, to me, it's a difficult decision to make as the officials where do you draw the line where there was contact and it truly affected the shot or it's just contact? You're gonna have to play a little bit through it because Sean if they call everything today this this game lasts until the championship supposed to start Say <laughs> it's gonna be a long day We don't have
0: you for all that long. We've got you for probably the first two games We'll see as we got a foul on the rebound try and it will be viburnum basketball
1: with held ball again. Oh, uh, wow. Another held <laughs> ball. Now, that was a quick one.
0: Yes. Now, bounce up the court for Haley Dickey. your score 9-5 to five as Wigger splits on the trip. She hit the first, missed the second. To the corner, Randazzo. Attacks the basket, gets a bump, bounces back out perimeter for Dickey. Crosses over on her defender. Dickey splits two as the double team comes. Her righty floater rolls off the rim. Long rebound, bounce to Hampton. Hampton gets it for Wigger. Wigger extends her stride, drops it off. I think she should have taken that shot. Just got it to Payne. Payne hits the deck. Her teammate throws up a wild shot. It doesn't go. It's out of bounds. Off of Viburnum on the baseline. You can see Coach Brooke Harris, I don't know if she's singling out a defensive player or just trying to signal, hey, go up with the left hand with that one and just lay it in.
1: Our question answered, by the way, in terms of philosophy related to a second foul because Payne is back on the floor with well over four minutes to play with her two fouls. A
0: moving screen on the inbound called on
1: Kinsey Hubs.
0: That will give the ball back to the Viburnum Lady Jays. That's another turnover on Bismarck, and that is their eighth foul as a team in the first half. Inbound into the corner, Payne attacks the baseline Reverse layup, doesn't go But she stepped on the baseline first She can't believe it And it's going the other direction, Bismarck takes over Down by four
1: with four and a half to go Lady Jays, eight turnovers Lady Indians, six Fourteen turnovers And fourteen points scored As we approach the midway point of the second quarter Hubs pass to get it across midcourt Stolen away by Payne, back to our
0: pass to Wigger Who lays it in well, it has not been the pain show so far this game. She's got four, ties her with Clara Gibbs for the game high, and Natalie Wigger's got three herself. So low scoring, but a balanced scoring effort, at least
1: from Viburnum thus far. Well, they're going to have to keep it balanced because that whistle was the third Ooh. foul on Caitlin: uh, on, uh, Payne. That gives her three fouls, four points. She's taken five shots. I can't fathom she's going to play the rest of this I mean, it's
0: hard to imagine as Dickey's floater, Haley Dickey, that is. It comes up short. She's tried that floater a couple times throughout this game and has just not had success with it. Outlet to Wigger off glass in transition and almost rolls off the rim, but it falls through. She's got five here in the quarter, and they're going to need her, Clara Gibbs, and really the rest of the Viburnum Lady Jays to step up with Payne playing with three fouls. Turnovers, it's stolen away by Clara Gibbs. Her jump shot from the mid-range, no good. And Bismarck with the rebound. 13-5 your score by Burnham out in front of Bismarck. Haley Dickey stripped from behind. winds up making its way to the post for Haley Williams who checks in. And we got a foul on Gibbs as she tries to swat it away once again. I think she kind of got away with one the first time because both looked the same. I think the second time the official was like, all right, if you're just going to be whacking everyone like that, we're going to call it. Carly Fisher checks in. Haley
1: Dickey will come to the bench. I'll say this from the angle we had there. I don't know what was more impressive that there was the foul or the eye roll she gave after the (laughs) foul. (laughs) Shot up doesn't go. Randazzo will head to the free throw line.
0: And that's been a big difference in this first half so far is the amount of free throws we've seen from both sides. Viburnum, they've got nine attempts so far. These are about to be attempts three and four for Bismarck. Free throw up good for Randazzo. They're now 2 of 3 as a team. Attempt number 4 coming up here. Free throws brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Ludington and Festus. They're your ideal choice for routine exams and anything regarding your eye care since 1966 as Randazzo airballs attempt number 2 and it's out of bounds on the baseline. And those differences in free throws, just the sheer number of attempts are part of the reason why burnham has got this 13-6 lead. to go, second quarter. Lady Jays on perimeter for Hampton. To the wing right side, Wigger. Wigger lobs it. Nice pass to the low block, but it rims out on Gibbs. That was a beautiful pass from Wigger on the wing right side to the low block left side for Gibbs, and Gibbs just missed the
1: layup. That's one of their best half-court sets by far, and you just don't finish. Pass down low, Jada Dickey, turnaround shot. It's good. Dickey with
0: 4-2 in the quarter, and it's a five-point game, 13-8. to eight. Payne's left leg is shaking as she's sitting on the bench, unable to help her Viburnum Lady Jays, as their lead is now shrunk down to five with two and a half to go. Wigger, couple crossovers, right to left, attacks the basket, pass to the elbow, Hampton, perimeter for her teammate in Gibbs. Back to Hampton, to Wigger on the wing left side, up top for Gibbs. Gibbs poked away from her, but shuffles it to Wigger. Wigger facing a zone defense for Bismarck to Hampton. Hampton hits the deck as she bounces it to the elbow. And back out on perimeter, it's tip taken away. Stolen by Fisher. That is the ninth turnover by Viburnum so far. And we got a blocking foul on Lexi Hampton. And that will put Bismarck on the free throw line. The question is, is it two or a one and one? It will be two. Eight fouls apiece on both sides as the first free throw up and doesn't go for Kinsey Hubbs. Hubbs free throw up good. Hubbs goes one for two, and the Bismarck Lady Indians as a team at three of six shooting from the free throw line. 13-9 by Burnham with the ball and the lead. Under two minutes to go in the first half. Wigger pass into the corner for Gibbs. Back to Natalie Wigger up top. She passes wing left side. Hampton. Decides to take the three after deciding against it at first and probably should have stuck with that initial decision. She's way offline on that three as a caroms off the backboard to Randazzo. You
1: wonder but, if that indecision had anything to do with how bad she missed the shot. Absolutely. As that shot up. Offensive foul going on Hubs. And that's
0: three on Hubs. So she's in some foul trouble herself as the charge is drawn by Viburnum.
1: I think... Sean, if you're the Lady Jays at a minute 26 to go in the half, you've played a significant number of second quarter minutes without paying your leading score. And you've got a four-point lead. I don't think you would find that to be a problem at all. I think you would be thrilled. That's exactly (laughs) what I was alluding to earlier. I mean, that's what you're hoping for
0: if you're by Berm at this point. A player of Payne's quality has to come off the court for an extended period of time. Hey, let's just keep it where we're at right now. Don't worry about trying to extend the lead. Let's try to go punch for punch as a double dribble on Gibbs. We'll give the ball back to the Bismarck Lady Indians. 13-9 remains the score, 115 to go for Bismarck, meanwhile, you have to feel like, hey, this is go time. This is our chance to try to close this lead before halftime or potentially take that lead away as Fisher is trapped, and she will bounce it away to Haley Williams. Williams to the elbow for Strickland. Her pass, tip taken away. Natalie Wigger's played well so far with the absence of pain. Wigger looking to go coast to coast and lays it
1: in. She's got seven in the quarter, and it's a 15-9 lead with a minute left to go. And great point. From your perspective of what she's done and how good she's been in the absence of their leading scorer Fisher swings it on perimeter Williams
0: catch and shoot for three too strong loose ball on the court it's picked up by Bismarck Randazzo can't get it to go offensive rebound back up no and it's out of bounds on the baseline well two opportunities on offensive rebounds for Haley Williams but it goes out of bounds on by Burnham it remains Bismarck basketball 33.7 seconds left to play Catch and shoot on the inbounds. Fisher, it's short. Offensive rebound put back up. Jada Dickey, no, but she's fouled. And let's see who this foul is on for Viburnum. It's about to be their ninth
1: team foul. And we've not seen a three-point shot converted in this one. 0 for 6, Bisbark. Viburnum, 0 for 5.
0: Adriana Asher called for the foul. We haven't seen many free throws hit either as that first attempt for Jada Dickey comes up short. Three for seven is Bismarck at the line. Vicky's second try brings the team back to 50% on the morning so far as they are four of eight from the free throw line.
1: was five of nine, Sean. Sorry about that. 15-10 at your score.
0: Free throws brought to you by complete vision care. Down low, turnaround shot. Asher off the side of the backboard, out of bounds. Bismarck takes over. I don't like that possession for Viburnum for two reasons. I don't think that was the a great shot for Asher. I don't like the decision to take that shot when she was defended that tightly. And number two you got your best player on the bench. Just hold for last shot. Yep. If you can do
1: it. I mean you, I know you could have been turning it over a lot but it was 20 seconds.
0: And we got a travel on the other end on Haley Williams and that will give it back to Viburnum with 7.5 to go. And you
1: may get that last shot that you should have had the last possession
0: anyway. They get it into Wigger. She crosses the timeline with five seconds to play. A little in and out move. Righty, hook shot, doesn't go. Rebound is grabbed by Viburnum, but not enough time to do anything with it. And that takes us to the halftime break. Your score at halftime 15 to 10. Viburnum out in front of Bismarck. We'll take a break when we return. Belgrade State Bank halftime show coming your way next on KFMO.
1: Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime, and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch, so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371.
3: After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight and Emily has gymnastics. Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning?
1: <laughs> with a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. Find out
0: how J.J. Vickers can help you with your auto home and life needs, 573-358-3674. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture. Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley Living Rooms, Bedrooms, Dining Rooms, or Dens.
1: You name the room, and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it, guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing
0: and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and in reach at at Home Furnishings, Berry Road,
2: Bonterre. LaCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like...
0: Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. The best and put us to the test. Your auto body. Consider it
1: done, consider it done, right?
2: And Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi, the Auto Body Supply is proud to support your hometown repair shops.
1: Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Tosin, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Well, scoring has been scarce
0: through one half of play, and at the break, it's the Viburnum Lady Jays hanging on to a five-point lead, 15-10, to over the Bismarck Indians, spending much of that second quarter without their best player on the court, Junior Cattell Payne. Taking a look at stats here from the first half brought to you by Sam Sism for Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Natalie Wigger with a big second quarter getting many of her points in the absence of Payne. She's got seven to lead all scores. Payne herself has four and you got four from Clara Gibbs. All four of hers came in the first quarter. For the Bismarck Lady Indians, five points from Jada Dickey to lead them in scoring. Three from Kinsey Hubs and one each from Alyssa Brake and Morgan Randazzo. As a team, no three pointers made on either side by Burnham Five of nine from the free throw line. Bismarck, part of the reason they were able to inch back late in that second quarter is because of the free throws. They were able to get to the line a couple more times. Not able to convert at a high rate either, though. They were four of eight from the
1: free throw line. Mike, you got some more team stats for us. Uh, Neither team shot it well, as you might guess, in a 15-10 game at the half by Burnham. 21 shot attempts made five of them, 24%. Now, you would think that the team that's ahead probably took more shots, and you would be wrong bismarck has put more shots on rim a rebound advantage is a big part of that but they're not making well i started to say anything but that's slightly exaggerated sean they just went three for 30 from the field in the opening half and yet are only down by five they have 30 attempts to 21 mainly because of the rebound numbers 20 to 12 favors bismarck there. turnover numbers pretty much even 11 10 Bismarck with the 11 neither team has a point off the bench you mentioned that there were no three-point shots made the number of attempts Lady Jays five Lady Indians six but I don't know which of the numbers stands out the most to me but I think the one that does is that a twofold story you have one team that's three for 30 which is hard to swallow that's hard but you also look up and go that team's only down by five yeah normally if you're three for 30 at the half Sean, We're not, talking running not, clock in the second you're, half. You're not in the game. So we'll see how this does play out, and we'll see exactly what Cattell Payne can bring when she gets back on the floor with those three fouls and how aggressive or lack of aggressiveness will she show on the defensive end with the three fouls. Sam
0: Sism, Ford Lingan bringing you those halftime stats. Shop there for your next car, truck, or SUV. Check them out online, Sismford.com, or give them a call, 431-3177. We'll take a break, continue with more after this on AM 1240 KFM, the Parkland Sports Leader. Score at halftime, 15-10. you got the Viburnum Lady Jays out in front of the Bismarck Lady Indians. Taking a look at the upcoming broadcast schedule as it's brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. And we've got on Monday, we'll see these Kingston Cougars again quite a bit beyond tonight's championship game next week. we got them taking on the Frederictown Black Cats at home on Monday. Then on Tuesday, West County at Potosi in a fun girls basketball matchup. Then on Thursday, we see the Kingston Cougars once again as they're taking on the St. Paul Giants. We'll see how Justin Ford's team bounces back from their performance here throughout the uh, Valley Caledonia tournament. He was very disappointed with the way his team played on opening night as they were upset by Valley Caledonia, who we'll see in the next game. Then on Friday, the Farmington Knights boys basketball team is at home hosting Saxony Lutheran. And then on Saturday, to round out the week, we'll see Mineral Area College once again as the men's basketball team will host Three Rivers. That will be a game on AM 1240
1: KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus. You can find that online, kfmo.com. Slash plus. That upcoming broadcast schedule, here the Bullpen Sports Grill, they bring it to you from 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. Something for everyone, including daily specials. Enjoy good food, live music with your friends. You watch sports events on their big screens. And I will tell you, the lunch specials are amazing. We've been spending way too much time there, but we have been enjoying every minute of it. The bullpen, they're located in Lettington.
0: 15-10, your score. We'll get started with the second half in a little more than two minutes from now as we wrap up the Belgrade State Bank halftime show. Viburnum with the lead, 15-10 over Bismarck on AM 1240 KFMO.
1: This has been the Belgrade State Bank halftime report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown Pride in Farmington, The Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Stay tuned. The second half is next I on AM 1240 KFMO. You're probably expecting some punts on a joke, some wow or some pow, but not this time. Nope. Hey, it's David Sism from Samson for Lincoln, the whole of the lifetime warranty. Did you know my grandpa Sam Sism first opened his doors for business in 1937 and we're still family owned and operated? I'm not here asking for your business today. I just wanted to tell all of our loyal customers thank you. Thank you for choosing us, your hometown dealer. Thank you for shopping local and for supporting your community as we strive to support you in return. Shopping season is gearing up now, but I'm not here with some catchy jingle or ad. I'm just giving back to you, our customer. Instead, this month, when you leave with the wheels and the deal you want, you get a $100 gift card with your purchase. Our reputation and history is still your guarantee. Come in and see us at Samson Ford Lincoln, the whole of the lifetime warranty, and leave as a part of the Sism Ford family. Call us today at 431-3177 or visit us online at SismFord.com. Gift card with completed vehicle purchase. See dealer for details. Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Marcus. Let's just say you can't take America's Dairyland out of Culver's. Like the real Wisconsin cheese on our juicy butter burgers. The farm fresh dairy in our fresh frozen custard. Even our crispy, golden Wisconsin cheese curds. They may sound cheesy. <laughs> cheesy. But we love where we come from at
2: Culver's. Almost as much as we love sharing it with our guests. Welcome to delicious.
3: Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington.
0: High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills, Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Not an ideal start for the second half of the Bismarck Indians. A simple pass from the wing to the logo in midcourt is offline to Haley Dickey and can't keep her feet shy of the midcourt stripe as she corrals it. It's an over and back turnover, and it's Viburnum basketball. They bounce it down low to the post for Lexi Harris. It's loose on the court, and jump ball is called by the officials. So it's going the other direction. Starting five for both teams. Brought to you again by Shelter Insurance. Wigger, Gibbs, Wilkinson Payne, and Harris for Viburnum. For Bismarck, it's Randazzo, Briggs, Hubs, and the Dickies. Haley and Jada. Drive from the wing. Wilkinson, it's sealed. And she'll kick it back out to Payne on perimeter. To Gibbs, to Payne in the corner, playing with three fouls. And she missed much of that second quarter. A pass from the corner on the far side to the wing near side over the head of Natalie Wigger. And out of bounds on the sideline.
1: Bismarck takes over. Score is stuck at 15-10 in favor of Viburnum. Regardless of sport, Sean, one of the most frustrating things in the world is to have a team that just has trouble scoring, whatever the sport is, and I think both these teams will see that a lot this year. Alyssa
0: Break, her shot doesn't go, getting the miss, throwing it up Dickey, and it goes out of bounds on the baseline. Who's it off of? Did uh Viburnum Lady J get a piece of it? They did. It stays with Bismarck. Just about a minute into our third quarter. Mount pass, tip, but it makes its way nonetheless to Hubs. Hubs, her shot from the low block, short, gets her own miss, puts it back up, blocked from behind by Payne, it's loose on the court, a fight for the ball, and it's corralled to Hubs, Hubbs back out on perimeter, Randazzo attacks the baseline through a screen, her shot is blocked by Payne, and we got a jump ball once again as Payne and Brake both hit the deck, it's going to stay with Bismarck,
1: as they still trail by five. And the reason they're taking so many shots is exactly that. They're all over the offensive glass. Catch and shoot, corner three. Dickey, it's short. Wigger with the rebound as she streaks up the court. To Gibbs,
0: to Payne down low. Her shot is blocked by Dickey. Haley, Dickey with the block and drawing the foul is break as she gets the rebounds. that's Payne, is not
1: on her. She's not in the area. The sequence for Bismarck. They get four shots on rim in about a 10-second span, but nothing goes in. And that's been the problem today. They, they get all over the glass, but they don't convert anything. Second foul there was called on, I believe it was Wilkinson. Haley Dickey, she's taking a okay. lot of
0: those shots, and she's missed a number of them as well. That floater right down the middle, she keeps trying it as she draws the foul this time, and it's just not been there for her. She's just having an off night, and I think Bismarck has had a hard time trying to find someone else to go to. Dickey, catch and shoot, baseline J. Her feet were inside the arc by a step, and it's short another miss for Haley Dickey Outlet down the court Payne's got it tries to turn around shot knocked away by Hubbs, and it's going the other direction here's Haley Dickey an Outlet down the court finds Jada Dickey her shot comes up short and it's Gibbs with the rebound two minutes into the third quarter it's still a five point lead for Viburnum 15-10 as we got a travel first on Cattell Payne trying to step around the defender did so literally and we'll give it back to Bismarck another turnover for Viburnum
1: 13th of the game, third of the quarter. Bismarck in this quarter, Sean, have already put nine shots on rim. They haven't hit any. If you were with us at halftime, Sean, they're now three for 39. Rendazzo with it. Wing to wing pass for Hubs. Even saying on
0: rim is a bit of a stretch with some of these misses that have just completely missed everything. That one barely gets a piece of the rim as Hubs overshoots the basket. Gets her own miss and it's a jump ball. We've seen that so many times where Bismarck they missed the shot, but Viburnum, I can't imagine what the score would be if Viburnum could rebound on the defensive side yeah. a little bit better. Yeah,
1: your overall rebound numbers at the half were 20 to
0: 12. I mean, if we kept track of offensive oh, versus yeah. defensive rebounds, it, uh, Bismarck, it might be a one-to-one ratio, honestly. I mean, they have, they have absolutely eaten the glass. I mean, I mean, you can't ask for any more, but you can't get the putback to fall. Payne at baseline, J short, and the miss is grabbed by Alyssa Brake. Another rebound for Bismarck. Three minutes into our third quarter, still the same score as it was when it started as that pass tip turned over. Payne's got it as she streaks up the sideline. Payne in transition, drops it off for her teammate in Gibbs. Gibbs now to the elbow for Wilkinson. Her jumper doesn't go, and the rebound goes off of Wigger, out of bounds on the baseline. It's going to be Bismarck basketball down by 5, 4.50 to play as Haley Dickey will check back in.
1: Uh, I mean, we talked about Bismarck because they're trailing and the inability to score. By Burnham in the quarter, hasn't put a point up. We've played three minutes, 10 seconds, and there's nothing on the board in the third quarter. I feel like By Burnham, a lot
0: of their offense has come in transition or at the free throw line. I'm trying to remember an instance where they got it, a a bucket, in the half court, and I can't really remember one off the top of my head as that pass tipped to Haley Dickey, so she's able to corral it past midcourt and dribbles back to the midcourt logo. Lobs it for the wing right side, hubs, attacks baseline, a bounce to her teammate on the low block. That shot short, offensive rebound, put back up, that one doesn't go either. Another offensive rebound, Haley Dickey's shot comes up short. It comes back to her, though, off the rim. Back out, Fisher for three, and it goes... First three of the game, first points of the third quarter come about midway through. We got 405 left to go. It's Fisher from downtown, and it's a two-point game after all of that. 15-13 by Burnham out in front. Hampton with a bounce for Harris. Back out to Wigger. Wigger with the pass to Payne. Baseline drive. Payne kicks it back out. Wilkinson extra pass to Hampton. To the elbow. Wigger, one dribble through traffic. Good in the foul. Natalie Wigger with nine. She could be the first to double digits if she hits this one on the back end of the and-one opportunity. Foul is against Brake, and that is four on Alyssa Brake. And she's still out there trying to collect the rebound as it goes into the Viburnum Lady J bench. Last off of her. She's got to be careful there. It's not enough to warrant the foul, obviously, but she was kind of bumping a little bit with the Viburnum Lady J trying to get positioning to track down that ball going out of bounds on the sideline. That would be a, a silly way to pick up a fifth foul, just fighting for a rebound midway through the third quarter.
1: Yeah, once you get into foul trouble, I think I've heard coaches say frequently to players, don't give them the opportunity to call the foul on you you got to pick and choose your battles and that That one was was one could have been called
0: yeah and that's one where i think as a coach you'd be okay as we got a three and it's drained from fisher and how about this it's a one-point game, 17-16, Viburnum out in front of Bismarck. we got a timeout on the court. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegar, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Deloge. One-point lead for Viburnum, third quarter. You're listening to KFO's coverage of Tournament Week with the 33rd Annual Valley Caledonia Tournament.
2: Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports.
3: It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned save a food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Terre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything's always fresh. Your Sable a food stores are proud to be part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports.
0: High school basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Bass, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington.
1: 1716 as we are back to action over midway through the third. And how about Carly Fisher?
0: We talked about inefficient shooting for the Bismarck Lady Indians. Where's she been all night? Three possessions in a row. She's got eight points for Bismarck. That's almost as many as they had through one half of basketball. Well, empty possession for Viburnum as Bismarck gets the rebound. Up the court, they get it to Hubs. Now, Hubbs, where is Fisher? She's in the corner right-hand side. Find her. She's open for three, but they don't go that direction. They can't
1: as it's a foul on Viburnum. Well, think about this. The team is 6-for-46 from the field, and she is 3-for-5. Go ahead and find her again here. Yeah. (laughs) Give her a chance. Right now it's Natalie
0: Wigger, the tall guard for the Viburnum Lady Jays, who's on her inbound catch and shoot. Carly, or excuse me, Jada Dickey from the low block lays it in, and it's a three-point lead for Bismarck, 2017 with 2.5 to go. A bounce to... Payne. Drive. Steps around the defender. Lays it up. No, but
1: she's fouled. Sometimes sports make no sense. Bismarck made three of their first 39 and all of a sudden they made four of their last five shots. <laughs> how do you go three for 39 and then four for five? Well, I'll tell you how. <laughs> Carly Fisher
0: spent a lot of this game on the bench. And she's got the hot hand right now. And I, if I'm the head coach of the Bismarck Lady Indian story, Cato, I don't take Fisher off the court.
1: Well, you, you found somebody who could put it in the hoop. Well, not just put in the hoop, but hit
0: from three as well. That should help space things out down low. Offensive rebound on the missed free throw. Payne goes 0 for 2. Wigger's shot through traffic doesn't go. And the rebound is grabbed by Jada Dickey to Haley Dickey across midcourt for Hubs. Hubs bounce into the corner, tipped and out of bounds into the bench of the Bismarck Lady Indians as hitting the deck hard was Payne and she's a little slow to get up. Favoring that left leg a little bit, she'll stay out there. 2.10 to go, third quarter. It's a three-point lead for Bismarck as they have scored as many points here through the third so far, courtesy of Fisher with another Three! Fisher's got three of them in the quarter and 11 on the contest. Her team had 10 at halftime. Payne, baseline drive and is fouled by Randazzo. I do not take Fisher off the court. I don't care what else happens unless she all of a sudden just starts throwing up some shots that hit nothing, not even the rim. I'd keep her out there. Yeah, Just a, even having her as a three-point threat should make things easier down low for Bismarck. They come from out of nowhere. Catch and shoot. High arcing three off the top of the backboard for Wigger. And in transition, Haley Dickey. Where's Fisher? She's in the corner left side. She's open. Catch and shoot three. It goes! Have yourself a quarter! Carly Fisher! 15, or rather 14 in the corner for Fisher, and she gets a big ovation from the Bismarck fans who are here for third place doubleheader action, and it draws a full timeout from Book Harris. 25-17, to 17, Bismarck out in front of Viburnum on AM 1240 KFMO An empty possession for Viburnum. Shot doesn't go. They get the rebound, but traveling was Lexi Harris after she collected the board. And it's the Bismarck Lady Indians with the ball as Viburnum showing full-court pressure. The inbound to Haley Dickey. Fisher is on the wing, right-hand side. That's where she's sitting right now. Natalie Wigger is defending her. Haley Dickey at the logo. Dribbles through the paint. Picks up her dribble and travels. She shuffled her feet.
1: And not surprisingly at all. A whole lot more viburnum defensive attention paid to Carly Fisher on that trip down the floor. She was a little more shadowed, and they went to a little bit more of a matchup of man-to-man type look. But Bismarck went from 10 to 25 in three minutes. They had scored 10 points through two and a half quarters.
0: Swung around perimeter. Gibbs to the elbow for Wigger. Her floater goes. Wigger has played well herself. If you want to talk about players that normally aren't the star of your team stepping up tonight, Wigger has really kept Viburnum in this game at this point. Hubs at midcourt. 45 seconds to go. Fisher's on the corner left side. Haley Dickey through a big screen set by Randazzo bounce back to Randazzo. She's open with the elbow jumper It doesn't go offensive rebound Randazzo is fouled with 32 seconds on the clock Uh, This is a defense that you really only see When it's a player who is two things a killer three-point shooter and teams don't have a real go-to option after that I'm thinking like North County when they had Hayden Sprinkle in his heyday. But do you throw the box in one at Bismarck with Fisher at this point? With I, the way she's been shooting and the way we have seen Bismarck collectively as a team shooting around her, that is the fourth foul on Payne for Viburnum. She's got in, dribbles up the court, loses her dribble, and fights for the basketball and gets knocked to the court. On the other end, Randazzo in transition draws another
1: foul. I think as long as you if you can go just straight man defense and go one-on-one against all five players, I think you're okay. She was getting the shots because out of the zone they were just finding her wide open. But you've, dealt your, you've given yourself a big enough hole to crawl out of now if you're by Burnham. You've got to do a lot of things right. Free throw doesn't go for Randazzo.
0: Second attempt coming. Randazzo shot up good he goes one for two on her latest trip 26 19 the lead with 20 seconds to play Payne bounces it to the wing for Hampton Hampton picks up her dribble wing-to-wing pass for Gibbs Gibbs one dribble to the elbow for Harris kick out Wigger Thinks about taking the long two, decides against it. One dribble. Ooh, I thought that was a double dribble there. No call from the officials. There's Payne with the corner three ball. Too strong, and that will take us to the end of the third quarter. And what a quarter it was for Carly Fisher putting her fellow Bismarck Lady Indians on her back and hitting four threes. She has 14 total in that quarter, and her team is taking the lead 26-19 as we head to the fourth quarter on AM 1240. KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader.
2: The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership adding value, bringing hope online at sfccp.org
3: You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance
0: See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893.
3: American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
1: Are you building a new home? If so, you need to know the importance of making it energy efficient. The only time to insulate your home to the highest standard is while it's being built. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Ozark's Modern Insulation, our goal is to make your energy costs as low as we possibly can. Request a free quote online anytime at OzarkInsulation.com. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Hungry?
0: The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. High school basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Samson Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Wien's Insurance Agency in Farmington. Offensive foul on Natalie a Wigger, and as great as she's played, she's got to be careful herself. As just five seconds into the fourth quarter as she picks up her third foul. She's got it operating as the point guard for the Viburnum. Lady Jays works through a screen set by Harris. Kicks to the wing. Wilkinson catch and shoot for three. Too strong off the back iron. Payne collects the rebound And Payne dribbles it back out on perimeter where it's poked out of bounds off of the Bismarck Lady Indians, Haley Dickey, and into the Viburnum bench where they
1: will inbound. Lexi Hampton to do the honors. Cleaning up some bookkeeping. One of the Fisher threes was scored a two. Ah, so she must have had her foot on the line. Yep. So she's got
0: 13, all of them in that third quarter.
1: Down low, Payne,
0: shot, doesn't go. Rebound grab by Dickey. It's Jada Dickey with the rebound. Here comes Alyssa Brake up the court, playing with four fouls. Herself. She's got to be careful. So is Payne, however. They're matched up against each other right now. Haley Dickey's floater short, and the rebound is grabbed by Viburnum. Long outlet up the court, and it's going to go out of bounds on the baseline. And is it stuck underneath us? Now uh, the officials able to get it, so we don't have to crawl underneath there. 26-19 the score. It's Bismarck Lady Indians basketball. Just about a minute into our final quarter, and they got a seven-point lead. Bismarck through a screen. It's Hubbs operating as the point guard to De Fisher. Decides against taking the three from the corner. Now a bounce for Haley Dickey. Dickey works through a screen and gets it for Randazzo. Randazzo, two dribbles. Picks up her dribble and travels.
1: Turnover numbers now sit at 15. Bismarck, four in the half. By Burnham turnover, also 15. Five in the half. I noted to you that Bismarck had 10 points on the board with 4.20 to go in the third quarter. That's 16 points in four minutes. Well, it all came from one player, Fisher. She got
0: a lot of them on three possessions in a row as a jump ball is called on the empty corner three. It's Jada or Haley Dickey competing with Abby Wilkinson for that rebound. And by Burnham, will keep possession as the arrow's in their favor. Lady Jays have not made a three yet. They're now 0 of 11. Lexi Hampton to inbounds. Hampton gets it into the corner for Wigger. Wigger drives. righty, Hook shot. Offline. Out of bounds. Who's it off of last? They're going to say off of Bismarck. Stays by Burnham Basketball. Searching for some offense besides Natalie Wigger. It's really been her show today instead of Payne, who's usually the do-it-all player. Payne all alone in the corner. High arcing three is short. Offensive rebound. And kicked back out on perimeter. It was Wilkinson with the board. And Hampton touches midcourt as the pass to her was too far away. She couldn't corral it and stay shy of the midcourt stripe. And it's going to go the other way as Bismarck takes over. Haley Dickey gets the inbound, works through a screen a bounce to the corner, Fisher, pump fake from three, dribbles to her spot, deep two, off the rim, no good a fight for the rebound and by Burnham, pulls it away, now they're going the other direction, Wigger crosses over on her defender, spins on her as they'll set up in the half court, bullets a pass to Hampton, Hampton a bounce into the corner for Payne, Payne back to Hampton, to Wigger and Wigger one dribble back to Hampton Hampton, a bounce for Payne in the corner, and it goes out of bounds. Off of Viburnum, it'll be Bismarck basketball.
1: I wonder, as we were pretty close to that play, did Payne think that went off the defense? That's,
0: that's what I was thinking, because she kind of let it go. Yeah. It, it would have been tough for her to get it as it was going out of bounds, but...
1: But she decided to make no effort, and yeah. I, think, I think she truly believed it was tipped out by the by the Bismarck players.
0: That's what I think so as well. Shot up, doesn't go for Bismarck. Another offensive rebound, Their shot off the back iron. Another rebound for Bismarck. That one comes up empty as break misses on that one. Going the other direction, Wigger off glass, no, but she's fouled. Five fourteen to go. We got a chance at our first points here in the fourth quarter. It's kind of took half the third quarter for both teams to get going offensively. And free throws coming for Natalie Wigger, who's got 11 second in scoring behind only Carly Fisher. She'll stay there no matter what she does on that second free throw attempt. As she misses the first, she's now one of four from the free throw line.
1: I had no way in the world to ever have the answer to this, and I understand that. But I'm going to pose a question to you anyway that has no way of ha- ever being answered. Lane violation on Viburnum will erase the free throw attempt. How many times do you think, at any level of basketball, a team won a game when they missed 36 of their first 39 shots? In a third place game? In any we game? We might be have a first. <laughs> it might be. Jump ball,
0: and the possession arrow favors Bismarck. They'll hang on. Score still at 26-19. Empty trip from Wigger. Missed on the first one. Lane violation on the second. The second one was going to miss anyway. Catch and shoot. Three on the inbound, and Randazzo can't hit. Offensive rebound. Do we have a jump ball? Yes, we do. Break, got the rebound, but was trapped from above by a viburnum Lady J, and it's going the other direction. Wigger operating as the point guard under five to play in the fourth quarter. Her team in dire need of an offensive spark as she crosses over and works through a screen. Passes down low for Payne. She can't handle it. Picked up by Wigger and to the sideline. Payne's got it and a timeout taken by Brooke Harris as she did all but run into the official to get that timeout as Payne was balancing the tightrope along the far sideline starting to lean out of bounds. That keeps possession for Viburnum as they trail 26-19 in the 33rd annual Valley Caledonia girls basketball tournament. Third place Game on kfmo
2: hi folks this is randy holsey at flooring systems high school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime and that's why we're proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland stop by or call 573-760-1461 we're flooring systems of farmington a name you can stand on
3: when your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Avichon on Benham Street in Terre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans Mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal Mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal Mobility app, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC.
0: 26-19, the lead for Bismarck. It's been that way this entire fourth quarter. And that lead is courtesy of Carly Fisher, who may be playing her way to some free pizza. Pass to the post. Taken away. Alyssa Break undercuts the entry feed, and she's got it for Hubs. Hubs. Crosses over on Wigger a couple times and takes it across midcourt to Haley Dickey. Dickey dribbles away from her defender Hampton. A bounce. Layup. Rolls off the rim. Can't go for Alyssa Brake. Here comes Payne the other direction. Payne poked away but a foul going against Haley Dickey.
1: You mentioned the possibility of pizza coming the way of Carly Fisher. Little Caesars Pizza Pizza and Farmington Lowe's taking care of that for you. Get a lunch special at Little Pizza every day. Two slices of pizza and a 20 ounce drink for just four bucks. Haley Dickey
0: steals the inbound pass and will just settle and hand it off for Hobbs instead of pushing in transition. Didn't have the numbers in her favor. Backdoor pass and Dickey is fouled and it's Payne who commits the foul. That is her fifth and midway through the fourth quarter her game is done. So the Viburnum Lady Blue Jays down by seven, maybe more, depending on these free throws. They are in a world of
1: hurt. That their top player on their bench is Payne takes a seat. And it was a rough day for their top player. She fouls out with four points. First free throw up and good for Jada Dickey. Those four points come on one of 12 shooting. 0 of 6 from deep and 2 of 7 at the line did grab 4 rebounds.
0: Each team with 6 fouls, free throws the rest of the way for every offensive foul. There's an offensive rebound for Break, and she lays it in Well, in a blink of an eye it's now a 10 point lead for Bismarck and if Burnham wasn't in enough trouble when that foul was first committed by Payne they are in a world of trouble now and will lean on their current ball handler Natalie Wigger. She passes to the post far side. Gibbs her shot blocked back to her though and up top for Wigger Wigger shakes her head and passes off to the wing right side for Hampton. Hampton, couple dribbles and gets it for Wigger. Now Wigger dribbles, attacks, shot up, good, and the foul. Natalie Wigger, the first points of the fourth quarter for the Viburnum Lady Blue Jays. It cuts the lead to eight. She can cut it to seven on the back end of this and one opportunity. Those points come at 3.24 to go in the fourth.
1: Uh, the Lady Jays now have to do what Bismarck did earlier, which is put Volumes of points up in a very short period of time. You would think well not likely given what's happened in the game But who knows miss offensive rebound put
0: up by Harris doesn't go and it's off of Bismarck and out of bounds in the baseline I thought that was going to be off of Harris, but a break for the viburnum lady Jays as they'll get the ball back Inbound wigger her shot she's fouled again So she'll head back to the free throw line. Foul is against Carly Fisher. So that's three on her. We're late in the fourth quarter here. With 3.16 to go as the first free throw is up and
1: good. That is the first make for Natalie Wigger since the first quarter. She missed on her next four. Missed four in this half. Missed her last one of the first half. Five straight overall. Two of seven. A big one there, and now a chance to add to it. Free throw up. Rattles home. Good. She's two for two on that trip.
0: 29-22, the score. Hubs being defended by Wigger tightly. Wigger almost reached in a little too far. Got her hands up to avoid that. They, Passed got, the for la- Haley they, got,
1: they got that free throw on the board. It's 29-23. It oh, is a six-point game. And we got a travel.
0: On break, and it's going the other direction. Viburnum's got it, and let's see what Wigger can do. She stepped up mightily at the end of the first half in the absence of Payne. Maybe it's one of those, and not that Payne doesn't make this team better, but it kind of forces the players for Viburnum, like a Wigger, to step up. Wigger passes out perimeter to Gibbs, now to Hampton. Hampton for Harris to Wigger once again. Lobs to Harris. It's tipped. It's loose, and fighting for it is a Lady Indian and a Lady J. It's a jump ball. Possession favors Bismarck. They've got it up by
1: 7, 29, 22, 243 to go. Well, they took the points back to 22. It was 23 just a moment ago. I've got 23 on my sheet. Uh, we'll double check that later. You saw the 23 on the board,
0: too, yes. right? Okay. Now to the post. Dicky. Back out on perimeter, Randazzo. Randazzo gets bumped, and that's going to be an easy foul call. Abby Wilkinson gets tagged with that foul, and that will put Bismarck on the line for a one-and-one. Randazzo, free throw up and good. I just double checked my math and it's not like there's been a lot of points to keep track of in this quarter for Viburnum But they made two free throws and a field goal from Wigger Free throw up and it rolls through for Randazzo Two clutch free throws for the sophomore guard for the Bismarck Lady Indians Stretches that lead as it stands at least on the scoreboard to 9-31-22 Wigger kick out Hampton back to Wigger Wigger driving the baseline, and did she dribble on the baseline? Yes, I think she wanted a foul on Randazzo, who was kind of bumping her along the way, but sealed off the entry on the baseline, and Wigger dribbles on that baseline and turns it over. Turnover number 20 for the Lady Jays. Here comes Bismarck, across midcourt goes Haley Dickey. Scoop play up, and did she travel first? No, she's fouled prior to that. And two free throws are coming here as well. Not a one and one. Foul is on Hampton, her third. Haley Dickey, free throw attempt. First one is up and it's good. And that is the first point of the game for Haley Dickey. Second attempt coming for the freshman guard. Been operating a lot of the offense for Bismarck. She goes one of two. Long rebound pulled in by Hubs. And a timeout taken by Tori Cato, head coach of the Bismarck Lady Indians. It's a full timeout. We'll step aside with them. It's brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Santagra The Indians up by 10-32-22 on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO.
2: American Family Insurance.
0: 32-22, 2:05 to go in the fourth quarter. The Bismarck Lady Indians have possession as they get in on an inbound to Haley Dickey. Her drive, that floater, rolls off the rim again. Lexi Harris with the rebound, she gets it out to Natalie Wigger. Now Wigger will push in transition. Her team needs 10 points in two minutes to come back in this one. Perimeter, Wilkinson three, and it goes. Abby Wilkinson. No, they called it a long two. They put it up on the board as a two. It's 32-24 according to the scoreboard. Our scoreboard. Could have that as 25. A drive. Dickey bounce down low. Turn around. Shot and it goes. Alyssa. Break hits from the low block. And it's back to 10. 34-22. A minute and a half left to go. Wigger perimeter. Hampton doesn't elect to shoot. To Wilkinson and now to the corner up top. Wigger, couple dribbles, steps into a three, backboard, no, Banks not open this early on a Saturday, and it's Hubs with the rebound as she tracks it down and will slow things down with a minute ten to play. Wigger whiffs on the steal attempt as Hubs works it across midcourt to Randazzo. Randazzo, a pass for break, break, drives, righty, layup, goes. How about break here in the fourth quarter? She missed on a lot of those shots down low, but she's made it count When her team has needed her to, she's got six in the final frame, and her team is up by a dozen on the scoreboard.
1: She missed her first seven shots of the game and has now made her last three. And air ball from Wigger goes out of bounds on the baseline. That should do it with 40.8 seconds
0: on the clock. Looking like barring an an immaculate comeback here. The Bismarck Lady Indians are going to take third place in the Valley Caledonia Tournament. And the inbound goes to Kinsey Hubs and back to Morgan Randazzo who slowly approaches the midcourt stripe works it across midcourt and she'll be met by a defender with 30 seconds to play works through a screen, drives into the paint, loses it, dives for it and it's going to roll its way out of bounds off of her with 24.4 seconds on the clock
1: Let's. A remarkable turn from where Bismarck was midway through the third to where they're going to finish this game. I mean, they were down at halftime, keep in mind, with only ten
0: points up on the board as there's a three. That's hit by Wilkinson. That time, definitely a three-pointer, and it's 36-27 with ten seconds to go, and we got a foul on by Burnham. Abby Wilkinson called for the foul,
1: her fourth, and a one-and-one coming for Bismarck. I'm just trying to wrap my head around scoring ten points in two-and-a-half quarters and then scoring 16 points in four minutes. That's what they did, and that's where the game completely tilted, and no question about it, it's when Carly Fisher got hot and hit five of six shots. Well,
0: Carly Fisher is a big reason why, Oh yeah. but you look at the fourth <laughs> quarter, and it's Alyssa Brake who had three hits from the low block, and free throws down the stretch as well, as Renazzo is three of three from the free throw line with the first end of the one-and-one, one. she makes it. Haley Dickey's one of two. Jada Dickey's one of two. It's these clutch free throws, especially Randazzo. She hits another. She's got five in a row dating back to the third quarter. That's a big difference in this game as well. Wiggins, in and out move. Extends her stride, or float her floater off glass. No good. Rebound grab by Bismarck and with .9 seconds left to go. We got a foul on the Viburnum Lady J. We'll walk at the length of the court and we'll get two free throws here. as That is the 10th foul commit by Viburnum. Or will we? Yeah, we will. It's gonna be Hubs to shoot the free throws. Now what a turnaround late in the third quarter for the Bismarck Lady Indians in this game. Free throw up, no good off the back iron for Kinsey Hubs. A team that in this very same tournament in the opening round just a few short years ago was shut out. And then almost shut out in the next year as a full-court key from Viburnum comes up empty. And that will do it here in Valley Caledonia. The Bismarck Lady Indians, they come back down 15-10 at halftime. And they take the 38-27 victory over the Viburnum Lady Jays to take third place in the Valley Caledonia Girls Basketball Tournament. We'll take a break when we return in between games report coming up next on KFMO.